Ladies and gentlemen, we are going live. gentlemen welcome back Gio Garcia here alongside Christian Mosqueda episode 100 damn bro 100 episode 100 Chris we did it we did it man, man. let me hit a, another round of applause here. Yeah, bro, I got this crazy ass Kool-Aid smile because man I you never know you never know where it's gonna take you you never think you're gonna you know accomplish 100 episodes and then the the days here, man. A hundred anything is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if you do you anything a hundred times, man. Yeah. No, I'm just, just happy to be here and happy to, to have made it to, to this milestone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it couldn't, it couldn't have been done without, without you, bro. Without, uh, hey. you know, everybody that's come on the show um, and kept it going again. Uh, oh, God, yeah, just... And I don't know who NM is, man. <laughs> Flat out. We don't know who NM is, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, I no, just, I just feel just, just blessed, blessed to, to have made it this far. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a hundred, dude. Like, it's a hundred, man. Yeah, and it wasn't easy, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's. I, I always say it's been fun doing it, um, and it feels natural, but it's never easy. We've, we've had our hiccups here and there. We've had our ups and downs. What well, uh, wasn't easy, Chris? Tell us. <laughs> it wasn't easy. What parts weren't easy? Man, so some of the tech problems we had early on. Uh, <laughs> we'll call it that. Yeah. <laughs> some of the, you know, just the adapting. Uh, COVID, of course, happened, and so we had to adapt. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes there's some, some stuff that's out of our control that, uh, you know, get in the way. But, uh, no, overall, it was a, it's a good experience. It's fun, man. I love being here. I love talking about boxing. I love, you know... Engaging with the audience, uh, talking to, to our guests, you know, and, and hearing stories about not just their boxing career, but their lives and stuff. And we always hear, you know, a bunch of new things that we didn't know before. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a pleasure for sure. Yeah, definitely. Let me start out with a big shout out uh, to our boys from Puro Golpe. Um, check them out, purogolpe.com. Check them, check them out on Instagram. Make sure to follow them at Puro Golpe. Esto es pelear. Check hey, them out, man. There you go. Um, 
yeah, I just want to send shout-outs to everybody who's listening right now, whether live or whether uh, through replay, through YouTube, through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify. Yeah. Uh, shout-out to all you guys, man, and shout-out to all you guys who, who comment and leave us positive feedback because it really helps, man. Yeah, no. It really helps. Uh, really. It's difficult when, when, when you post something and then you feel like you're just talking to yourself yeah. because nobody's liking it or nobody's saying good job or, or nobody's saying you guys suck. You know, Because <laughs> if they say you guys suck, then... We'll, we'll reflect yeah. on that, you know. We'll be like, oh, shit, we got to step our game up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, appreciate all the comments, positive or negative. Yeah. And again, uh, this show is not possible without, like, all the guests, all the people we've met. We've made some, some really good friendships, some nice friendships. Uh, we've met people and gotten to know them, like, outside of boxing. So, to me, that's, that's, that's really neat. It's really cool. That's something you, you, don't, you don't expect, you know. And so, yeah, getting to know them and them, ha them having a... You know, trusting us to tell us their stories. Again, sometimes it's like, you know, when they're being interviewed, you, they don't have all the time, you know, to to get really get into their lives. So the fact that they had this uh, this platform for them to open up and share their their stories, their struggles, you know, their good moments, the bad moments, it's, yeah, that's neat for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot more, right? We're going to have one uh, right after this show, mm -hmm. actually, with Shane Mosley Jr. confirmed. It's official, right? Yeah. Shane Mosley Jr., who just came off, a victory on the undercard of uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr. and yeah. Samuel Vargas. Uh, of course, we had the pleasure of having uh, his father, his right? Dad, yeah, yeah, pops. Azúcar. Azúcar. She mostly, and now we have his son. So that's pretty cool, man. Um, you, would you say that's one of the highlights? Oh, no, obviously, one of the highlights. One of the Is highlights. It the highlight? Would it's, you say? I'll say it's definitely one of the highlights. You, I mean, how many times can you say you've had the father and son on a podcast, right? It's no. yeah, that's. Man, I wonder who's gonna be the next father son duo that we'll mm. have on. <laughs> Chavez Jr. Get at us, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bring dad along. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, definitely one of the highlights. We've had a, a whole lot of highlights on this show, and I'll ask you what's what's been yours or what's been some of yours. Yeah, so that that definitely has been one of them, right? Yeah. Um, having Shane Mosley on the show, um, yeah. uh, still to this day. <laughs> Trying to figure out how he accepted and, and yeah. how it turned out so well, right? It was a great conversation. Um, yeah. Kind of had to cut it short a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. was, he had things to do, but um, yeah, that was fun. That was definitely one of the highlights and um, on the podcast. And I would say one of the one of mm -hmm. the turning points, I would call it, uh, not necessarily for the podcast, but probably for the YouTube channel and for us as a brand, was the interview with uh, Freddie Roach. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That was early on. We used to see Roach all the time there at the all-star boxing fights. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you wanted to do an interview with him, and, and it turned out better than expected, right? Yeah. And then even Lily hit us up right after, like, how'd you guys get Roach to speak about Pacquiao? Yeah. Right? Because at that point, they were not together. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you couldn't ask anything uh, in regards to Pacquiao mm -hmm. to Freddie Roach, which we didn't know. Yeah. Right, we didn't know that, but you you went in there. You asked him about Al, Al Heyman, and that was prior to uh, prior before the Adrian Broner fight. You asked him about that as well, and he gave us good material as always. Yeah, for, for, <laughs> for those that don't know, Freddie Roach loves to talk boxing. He'll talk to anybody about boxing any time of the day. He's just that type of guy. Yet he's not the type to really want to be in front of a camera. He's got a tight, you know, schedule. A uh, manager very tight. Doesn't you know let him, you know, get. Uh, interviews in and if you ever tried you know that's like a no-no but for some reason we were backstage we saw him I remember telling you like hey should I go for your like mm, I don't yeah know. I was like I don't know man yeah 
It's like they probably they kind of focused. I was like, bro, this is our chance. It's like three hours till fight time. Let me just sneak one in and went And for it was it. funny how it happened, <laughs> dude, because you're like, I'm going to ask him for an interview. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, all right. So I was like, I'll record. Cool. Yeah. So you go up to him. You, you ask for an interview. Right away, he agrees. We mm-hmm. kind of go off to the side. There was a black banner, something yeah. like this. And then you just started asking him questions. And I'm just like, oh, shoot. I guess the interview started. And I'm just <laughs> recording. And yeah. he gave us like five minutes of great material. Yeah. And then we posted that on YouTube. And I think it has like 3,000 views. Yes. Yeah, but like for us who didn't have sus- subscribers or... We were early on in our podcast. We're mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot of views. That kind of opened my eyes. I was like, hey, we can do something with this, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because it's, it's the kind of questions that maybe uh, a lot of pe- not a lot of people ask. And, but we, the way we word it, I mean, I think we, we ask the right questions, but we know how to ask them without maybe being too invasive yeah. and stuff. And it's very always very respectful. But uh, not a great interview with Freddie. Uh, yeah, definitely. A, that, that was definitely a game changer for us, even though it was something small, something simple. But, you know, it got us a lot of hits. Yeah. And so that's yeah. actually how we started this podcast. Right. It started yeah. kind of like as an idea. I think we talked mm-hmm. about it maybe a couple of times before. Uh, and I'm going to post a clip of Eloy who actually asked us. Right. Do you remember yeah. at the end of his episode? He's yeah. like, man, I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. And he kind of asked us how we started the show. And um yeah, basically, we, we had started doing ringside commentary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, I'll start boxing through JT, right? JT yeah. Media. Shout out to JT Media. Um, and then you you kind of invited me a couple of times. The first yeah. time I said no, because <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm shy. Yeah. I don't like speaking in front of people. And yeah. I was just like, I'm good, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the second time you invited me, I think it was uh, you hit me up at like a, a couple of days before couple my birthday. Days. Yeah. And I was like, Nah, <laughs> I don't know, man. You're like, man, he needs commentators. He, we did it last time. You did it with Javi, right? Javi, the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And then shout out to our boy Javi. And then uh, you were like, yeah, it was fun, dude. You should try this and that. Yeah. April 21st, I think it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't know, man. It's the day after my birthday. I don't know. I'm probably going to be hungover. I don't really <laughs> want to go. I was trying to make up any excuse, yeah. but I ended up going. Yeah. And it was fun. Were you nervous at all? Um, going into it? Yeah, when it was about to yeah. start, I'm like, dude, I've never <laughs> done this before. Like, I've never done a podcast. I've never spoken in front of the mics. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, dang, dude. And then uh, I think the first 10 minutes were kind of, yeah. I was like, man, I don't know if I should say that. I don't know if I should just be more quiet, let yeah. you guys talk. But after a while, you got used to it. Mm-hmm. And then when it was when the show was over, we're like, oh, man, it's over already. When's yeah. the next one? You For know? real. Like, sign us up. I remember, like, maybe, like, the first 10, 15 minutes, you were like, it kind of felt like you were filling out the round, you know? You were filling out the... <laughs> it was like a throwaway round. But you're the like, range. Really? It was the range. <laughs> <laughs> but then, dude, since then, every single, like, like card that, that you've covered, better and better and better. It's gotten to a point where I was like, man, now I got to catch up to Gio. Because Gio's, <laughs> like, Gio's fucking calling me act, like, everything, which is, which is dope, man. So oh, thank you for that. That was Very that, kind. <laughs> that, was a, that was fun, man. And to me... Um, but that's it, the type of uh, feedback that we've gotten, right? Yeah. Even from JT... I remember the first couple of times he's just like, oh, yeah, good job, guys. Yeah, yeah. see you next time. But then uh, maybe like four or five shows in, he goes up to us like, great good job, job, guys. You guys are really yeah. doing. So we're just like, shit, really? Like, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's, dude, that, that was, that's like, that's the thing that I was like, man, we could do a podcast. Like, because after that, we brought that chemistry from the ringside 
to the podcast. You got so. used to speaking a little yeah. more, you know. We're like, man, if we could do that, we can do this. So, and it was always an idea. Like I said, uh, we would always go to your house and watch fights. Yeah. And we would just spend hours before, during, and after the fight just talking boxing, right? Yeah. Even when we would go play soccer at the park, mm-hmm. when there was a big fight, we would spend a lot of time talking about it. Yeah. So, um, once we started doing the commentating. It's kind of like, all right, we should do something like a talk show, podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Podcasts weren't really that popular, back I would then, say, yeah. back then. Uh, it's not like now that everybody has one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. and, and even talking to Sean, I remember he had just started his mm-hmm. when, we're, when, when, when we met him. Mm-hmm. And then I remember talking to him. He's like, yeah, there, there weren't that many podcasts like when we started. Yeah. Now there's a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but that's besides the point. But um, yeah, I think... That's really what kind of triggered it. And I remember you were like, well, I can get the studio at Dominguez Hills. Yeah. And this guy, he's the most unreliable person I know. <laughs> he's a lagger. So I was like, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll happen eventually. eventually. I'm like, maybe a year or two yeah. down the road. And then I think a couple months after you hit us up, you're like, hey, I got the, I got the studio. We can record these days at this these time. times. Yeah. And I was like, shit, really? <laughs> like, what? Damn, it's going to happen. <laughs> And Man. then it just happened to be that our first show was uh, Saul Alvarez against Gennady Golovkin yeah. too, right? The rematch. So it was mm-hmm. pretty easy for us. We just kind of went in there and and kind of just spoke how we would speak about the fight in your living room, yeah. right? It was kind of natural. And we got lucky because otherwise I think we would be stuck and not we would not know what to say for, <laughs> for an hour, for right? An hour, it, yeah. It's difficult to carry a show for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, definitely that that ringside commentary chemistry carried over. But uh, I think that was one of my pitching points to you for the commentary. You were like, "What am I gonna?" I was like, "Dude, everything that we do and like after the fights, talking is pretty much it. That's like that's yeah. all we do. Just having a conversation." And, and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." And so, yeah, man, that first one, yeah, that first episode about you know we just pretty much tackled the the, the Canelo Gennady, and it's funny because we kind of went into it. We saw that fight two different ways, right? You saw it yeah. one way, and I saw and, saw, and I saw it one way. And we received negative and positive comments. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. that was the thing when, when I didn't want to do just a podcast, right? Because a mm-hmm. podcast, the old-fashioned way was just you record audio and you post it up, right? Yeah. But I actually took one of my little action cameras and I just hit record. And I'm like, fuck it, let's do a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, because YouTube is the biggest digital platform, right? If you have yeah. a podcast and you don't have a YouTube channel, you're kind of wasting your time. Mm-hmm. But... um. I was like, fuck it, I'll just put it on YouTube because everybody uses YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I think I didn't start posting the full video episodes until like yeah. 17 or 18, right? Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a lot of editing. And I mean, it's not like we were getting a yeah. a million listeners, yeah. right? Like now. But, <laughs> but <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do all the editing. I'm just going to put the audio and put small clips of our best uh, yeah. best moments of the show. And then our, the first couple of clips got like 200 views. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, that's dope. Because yeah. we had zero subscribers, right? Yeah, yeah. Besides our friends. Mm-hmm. We told all our friends to subscribe, obviously. And it, it got some a good number of views. So I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Good good start. Good start, yeah. <laughs> and I remember that it was just audio. And I'd be like putting that 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 audio feed in my car on the way to and fro <laughs> from places. And I was like, okay, we sound, we sound, we sound all right. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't sound too dumb. Yeah, we kind of yeah. know what we're talking about <laughs> and stuff. Obviously, not experts, but like we know what we're, we know what we know what we're. Dude, do you still about. listen to like uh, the playbacks of our of our shows? I'll go back and see, and see. I'll randomly put like episode like, eleven or like oh, okay. thirteen, and I'll be like, yeah, they're okay. actually pretty good. They're pretty good. I'm yeah. kind of surprised. <laughs> 
Um, I recently started doing that with some of the Sims episodes because those okay. are really good. When you're live and you're there in the room, you kind of don't have the time to soak everything in. Yeah. Right. Well, then I also did that with Victor Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who we had on the show again yeah. recently. And then the first time, um, we actually had invited his his good buddy Jesse, right? Yeah. Jesse Mandapat, and he was like, "Can I bring a buddy along?" And at the time, we didn't know Victor, mm-hmm. but we were like, "Of course, dude. Yeah. Bring bring whoever you want. It's kind of better with more people, you know." Yeah. It's uh, a party. Yeah. <laughs> what they say? Three is a party. Three is a party. Three or yeah. But anyway, yeah. And I went back and listened to that episode, and it was actually pretty good, dude. I was like, man. Yeah, I was. I I saw that whole thing again. And yeah. I was like, man, it was just four boys talking about you know everything in boxing. When we got yeah. it, we got into stuff outside of boxing. Yeah, it's just always fun. And I was gonna be like you. I was just gonna listen like fifteen minutes yeah. just to to refresh my yeah. mind a little bit about what Victor spoke about, and maybe we could bring some of those topics back. Mm-hmm. And I was there like for fifty five minutes. I think <laughs> it was like one a.m. and I was yeah. like, oh shit, like, gotta go to sleep for real. It's like where my <laughs> day It was go? good. Yeah, awesome. But um, yeah, I remember it when we first started. I used to go back and listen to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know why, because yeah. I I thought it was cool what we were doing, yeah. but uh. I don't know. I, I never really liked listening to my own voice. Oh man! At first, I was. I remember I was so self conscious. Like, I was like, "Yeah, that's not like a dork." Like, I'm like, man, I would just fast forward every time I speak. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to make my voice like something. I was like, but yeah. And after a while, I was like, man, we sound we sound alright. It's no worries. It's not too bad. All right. I'm gonna ask you what's another what's another highlight. Of course, yeah, that Shane Mosey for me was also big, bro. Because we got in we got into it and we asked some of the tough questions that maybe a lot of people haven't had the chance to really dive in. You know, yeah. with the whole Margarito cast. I know you got some. You know, I know I know Lily put you on the spot a little bit with that. Yeah, she started <laughs> off hot, dude. I was like, Lily, dude, dude, she, she now you show for the put hook. me on the spot, but he was kind of on my side as well. So uh-huh. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Man, I so was like, hey, Shane, let me clarify, man. Let me clarify, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> Before you let them hands go. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Um, yeah. I still have a lot of clips that I want to post up. Um, I'm kind of waiting for for later on mm-hmm. once we get more subscribers. Now, there's still a lot of uh, posts, a lot of uh, yeah. short clips of that episode. And the good thing about them having to cut it a little short, it was maybe about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. The good thing about that is that we have to make every question count. Yeah. You know, we have to just be on it, right? Good mm-hmm. question after good question, and and uh, he gave us a lot of good material, a lot of good answers, and it was that's I think I would say that was a highlight because the whole show was kind of like, you know, that's every show is like a roller coaster, right? It has its yeah. ups and downs, it has its highs and lows. That one was just like up there, dude. Yeah, Starting was the always first up there. topic was Lily was like, I'm glad you're here, Shane, because that guy sitting across <laughs> from you said that Margarito was not cheating in his previous fights, right? And I was like, shit. But, uh, I mean, but it, it set the tone. It was good. Yeah. No, no, definitely agreed. For me, for me, that that podcast just like put the standard. Like, okay, that's this is where we can you know hit, and these are the types of you know people down the road that we want to get and ask these questions. Um, and I mean Shane, like he's a consummate professional. He just he was always happy, smiling, answering all these yeah. questions, but like in a, in a good manner. We went back and talked about you know his his amateur days fighting Chavez Senior and. And Oscar. growing Oscar and, you know, you know, all these other things and um, biggest fights of his career and, you know, facing Canelo, who's not the face, the face of boxing. And so, yeah, th- there's certain times where you're like, man, how do I ask this question? <laughs> you know, a question where he where he takes an L and or he or this yeah. fighter loses. It's like, how do I word it where I don't offend him, but I still want to get my, my question in? And you want to get a certain answer, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we'd be lying if we, when we ask a question... We kind of uh, think about the answer, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know a lot of 
I guess journalists do that. And it's kind of like in a negative way, right? Mm -hmm. They try to paint their own narrative. Yeah. But I think we all kind of do that as far as we ask a question and we kind of know where the answer is going to go, right? But um, I feel like our guests have been very good because sometimes they answer in a way that we never expected it and it kind of exceeds our our expectations, right? I don't think we've had any guest where where we feel like we ask a good question and and they give us like a two, three word answer, right? I don't think we've had that. I don't think so. We've had our worries. We had some moments like, man, he's not going to give us a slot. And then yeah, they give us a good amount. Because we try to loosen them up before the episode. Yeah. And then they're kind of quiet, you know, reserved. Yeah. But once they once they, once they they feel that range, you know. Yeah. yeah. They, we they give them a little bit of liquid bang. courage before the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, no, yeah. We have some, we have, we've had some great guests. And, you know, we've done it both in English and Spanish. More, obviously yeah. more English. But the Spanish ones have also been really, really, really great. And we're trying to do 100 in Spanish, right? We were trying. We didn't. We, I don't think we told them, but it was going to be a Spanish-speaking episode. Yeah. We were still trying to get the guest on, which I think is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I think is the one guest that I do want to get yeah. on the show. Like after that, I'm like, fuck it. We yeah. can we can sell we can sell this show to anybody. Yeah, I know. I know we're gonna get them on. It's just time. We'll, we'll get them on. But uh, that one's gonna be. I feel like that one's gonna be just like the shame where we're gonna have to ask these questions. <laughs> some of them good. Some of them tougher. Yeah. But at the end, I know we're gonna yeah. get some good responses. Yeah, dude. Like for example, Shane. Uh, I I was trying to get to him fighting like Canelo and like Pablo Cesar Cano, mm-hmm. but I kind of, I just kind of asked like, oh, well, you know, you talked a lot about Oscar fighting him in the amateurs yeah. to pros. Mm-hmm. Now you fought some of his fighters, right? And then he just started going in on, on Canelo mm-hmm. in a positive way, yeah. right? But that answer I didn't expect, yeah. right? He was just kind of like, yeah, they, I never thought that kid was going to beat me. He was a lot better than I thought, mm-hmm. this and that. You know, I'll, I'll post that clip um, later on as well, but... Yeah. Yeah, like I said, a lot of uh, a lot of the answers have exceeded our expectations. Yeah, I agree with that one. That's one of those like where you don't expect somebody to be that honest. Yeah, because sometimes a boxer has their pride, their ego a little bit here, and we always hear those excuses like, "Wow, oh, man, you know what? Just that, you know." <laughs> but nah, he gave he gave Canelo his props, his due. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, that was that was a great, 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 great episode. I always look back and I'm like, man, we squeezed. And all the good material, like in that those 35, yeah. 40 minutes. Uh, obviously, still, we, yeah. he was very comfortable. I'm, I know he could have gone yeah. longer if he wanted to, but uh, you know, it was just one of those episodes where like everything just you know everything went, went well in there. It's yeah. one of those episodes that scares me because <laughs> of the, I'm always checking if it's recording, oh, all the cameras man. are on, because I'm like, dude, every time there's a, like a great answer yeah. that I know I can make a clip out of, I'm like. Everything better be recording and nothing better fuck up because <laughs> oh, this is like yeah. some good stuff right here. Oh. If we lose this, yeah. I think we've only had that happen once, but it was, I think we had a, a, a big guest coming in the next week and it happened the week before and it was only 10 minutes in, right? Or you're like, is it recording? And we're like, oh, all right, yeah, it's cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. It was after Mikey Garcia and Jesse Vargas, I believe. Yeah, I believe that's the instance that you're talking about. We're, at, we're like 10 minutes in and I noticed we didn't hit record. Or something, yeah. And I was like, hey, it's cool. It's cool. It's 10 minutes weren't that good. Yeah. We're a little rusty. We didn't warm up. <laughs> now we're good to go. Now we're good to go. I was like, cool. As long as it doesn't happen when we have a great guest. But yeah. no, dude, We've had our scares. We had our scares. <laughs> <laughs> we had our scares. One time I remember I hit um, I hit oh, the stop yeah. button after we were done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I noticed you would always forget to do it right away. Mm-hmm. So that time, I don't know, I was just like, right after we finished, I just got, grabbed the mouse, hit stop, and yeah. then you were like, well, chilling, whatever. Yeah. We're talking about it. And then a couple yeah. of minutes after, you're 
staring at the screen with a scared face. <laughs> you're like, shit. And I used to stay quiet. And I'm like, oh, what happened now? And he's, you don't want to tell me. You're just I was like, like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I don't think I, I pressed. Even though I knew I had, I was like, I don't think I did. And then you start second guessing yourself. I was like, fuck, did I not really? And you're like. I think you were you were trying to see what I was gonna say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, don't worry, fool. I got it. I was it. like, I, I, I pressed, pressed it, dude. I pressed it. I was like, I motherfucker. I was like, damn. <laughs> but yeah, nah, it's, those scares happen. <laughs> yeah, we've had our scares. Um, we only lost one episode, which was our second one. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about Anthony Joshua and Povetkin. Yeah. Yeah, that fight, but that episode was okay. Yeah. We were able to salvage some some mm-hmm. clips, um, and we were very fortunate because. Our first episodes, well, that first, like, two, three months, there was a lot of material. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we started with Triple G, uh, Canelo 2. Yeah. Then that the next fight was Povetkin against uh, Anthony Joshua. And then they announced Wilder Fury 1. Yeah. And then they announced uh, Pacquiao against Broner. Mm-hmm. And there was just, like, a lot of good fights going on. And, and we were fortunate that we had a lot of good topics, right? Yeah. If, if we would have started... Our show, like let's say February of this year, yeah, it would have been tough. It would have been so tough. We would have got like a month of boxing, and then the next month, that's when everything shut down, mm-hmm. and we would have been stuck. Like, damn, now yeah. what? <laughs> I think we've only had maybe one month before this whole pandemic where it's been like a a, a low in the in the boxing world. We're like, man, yeah. that's not a lot, yeah. but we still kind of find a figure out or find a way to you know to just we'll find a way. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> there's a well, there's a way. But yeah, for the most part, we always have guests or, you know, we have, you know, topics to, to talk about. Um, Lately, we've yeah. been having a lot of guests. I actually kind of missed uh, yeah. just talking boxing. Yeah. But you I did want to ask you, dude. Uh, my bad. Yeah, you're good. Are you gonna I was going to tell you, one of, the, one, of the, one of my favorite uh, interviews that we did, looking back at highlights, is like with Jeff Mayweather. I thought that was one of the <laughs> fun ones. Like, we, it was just a phone call. That was call. fun, laid back. We were, funny. I think we were in your garage or something. Yeah, we were. Cool. <laughs> right and it was just one of those where it was we were just having a conversation with jeff and, and i think that was the day where i think like the lights went out the electricity went out at yeah. the sales right Shoot, yeah i think it was that episode because it was like on a weekday mm-hmm. i remember and i think you called me you're like yeah. hey dude we're this gonna is- have to cancel uh there's no electricity at yeah blackout. at the campus and i was like all right damn next week and then we're just kind of like, well, it's it's through the phone, so uh-huh. we don't actually we don't need a video, mm-hmm. we don't really need anything. Yeah, I can record it on my computer. Mm-hmm. On I had a mic at the time, oh, a USB right. mic. So I'm like, yeah, we can actually do it. And then I think it was like we had like an hour when yeah, I messaged you, and you were yeah. like, just come to my house. Like we'll do it. Dude, I house. was already so pulling was like, up to Dominguez Hills. Oh yeah, okay. I was gonna make a left because I was making some U-turns. I couldn't find parking. Yeah. And then you called me, and I was just like, I'll just go home, whatever. I can't even find parking. So yeah. But then we decided to do it, and it was one of the better episodes, I would say. Yeah, that was fun, man. We we had fun with Jeff. At the end, he's like, "Hey, you guys are cool. Yeah, whenever you guys are in Vegas, come come on by." Yeah, man, cool, we we threw in some funny questions in there, man. That was fun. Good yeah, we we kept in touch with them, but he right now I think his main focus is his YouTube channel, right? Yeah, which they're trying to grow, and I've seen that they they've been putting a lot of content. So I mean, I'm happy to hear that because there is a lot of money to be made, especially like on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Especially them, they have the Mayweather Gym, yeah. so they can. He can be like uh, other reporters. Yeah. Let's not name them, but other <laughs> reporters who literally, they yeah. can just have the camera, 
walking around the gym and mm-hmm. bam, half a million hits, you know. Yeah, Man, Jeff is funny. Right Jeff is a funny guy. He he asks those funny questions, some <laughs> random questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He has a good sense of humor. But we talked about uh, some of our favorite guests. Who are some guests that you would like to have? Realistically speaking, realistically, you, you know, we're not okay. gonna say like Mike Tyson. We're not gonna say yeah, Canelo. Yeah. You know, realistically okay. speaking, someone who who um, maybe you admire, hmm. someone who you think is gonna be a great combo. Even okay. if you don't admire them, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Mine uh, would be Adrian Broner. Okay. I don't so, admire him, but I think it would be one of the funniest combos to have Adrian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Who would I like to have on? Um, oh God, no! And I don't know who NM is, man. <laughs> Flat out. Flat out. Freaking Adrian Broner. Okay. You know what? I'm curious, but I would love to have El Maromero Pais. Ooh. Um, just, I think we could make it happen, dude. Yeah, man, I think we can make that happen. To me, just like, obviously, I love, like, uh, doing these interviews in Spanish. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure his would be in Spanish, but he's got such an interesting life, you know. Like, he's, he grew up in a circus, you know, he became a boxer, and yeah. I just feel like there, there would be a lot of questions I would like to ask him. He would give us a bunch of answers that we wouldn't expect, of course. And it was so, so funny because I just saw, um, I think, Golden Boy posted a, a clip of that, yeah. that fight against Oscar. That's right. Yeah, that's and um, people in the comments were just kind of like, man, that guy's ugly haircut. What is wrong <laughs> with that guy? This yeah. and that. Obviously, they didn't know who he was. And yeah. everyone in the comment section was like, man, that's El Maromero. Like, yeah. He grew up in a circus. Like, literally, that's why he's a showman. That's yeah. why the hair, the outfit. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that guy was a beast, yeah. legend. Also, I would like to have Nassim Hamed. It's another guy that's entertaining. Mm. I think it's, you see, there's like a... Correlation there, entertainers. I see it. Yeah, these it's all guys, about entertainment, baby. Yeah, so these guys entertained. Uh, uh, Nassim Hamid maybe was a far far more skilled of, of the two fighters, but they both were like entertainers, yeah. and so there's a reason why they were so loved. That I'm sure, just like me, Maromero was probably my, my first introduction. If I really look back to boxing, because I mean, who was not gonna want to see this guy? All your deals and and, and parents <laughs> like love seeing this guy, and so um, yeah, he was. He was that that one guy. I know Lily. I think she mentioned that that he was like the first one. His first, her first memory of uh, watching boxing was con, with yeah. her dad in Maromero. You saw her comment. What'd she say? <laughs> uh, Jesse Vargas. Ah, <laughs> hey, I'd be down. That'd be a good one. Uh, yeah, I know you would try to instigate, but <laughs> yeah, I don't dislike him. I just um, I heard some negative stuff. I heard positive stuff as well. Yeah, but um, I think that would be entertaining. Because he's so, uh, he's sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. He tried to go at uh, Sean from Just Boxing when he had him. Mm. And you know how Sean is like super nice, yeah. very politically correct when he asks questions. So yeah. I was surprised. I was like, man, this guy, disrespectful. But um, I, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. The ones I would not want to have, I mean, I don't want to say I wouldn't want to have anybody, but <laughs> the, maybe the sensitive ones where yeah. you ask certain questions. And I think we're, I don't think we've had any so far, but. I wonder how it would happen if we asked the question. I don't think I think we are very careful with our questioning, but yeah. what if somebody like didn't take it Takes the right way yeah, yeah, yeah. and just closed off? I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I want to I want to send a big shout out to Lily mm-hmm. from Chicana Boxing. Uh, still waiting on uh, on you to res- resume your podcast, Lily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, no, but honestly, uh, I think Lily. I'm sure we've told her before, but she I, I'm pretty sure she's inspired us in many ways, oh, right? Yeah. What she does. She has a lot of great content, and she's one of those people that just goes for it, yeah. for it right? 
just does it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I, I know I've taken a lot of uh, a lot of notes. Yeah. You know, a lot of pointers. <laughs> like I could do this better. I could do that better. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Lily, man. Yeah. Uh, check her out. Chicanoboxing.com. Yeah, for me, Lily just always been so helpful and so like yeah. you know open to to helping. You know, there's sometimes in this uh, industry, a lot of people are like, mm, you know, but now she's always been awesome. She yeah. knows far more about boxing than we do. She's Hell like, yeah. she's she's a she's a dope. We're a bunch of nobodies, and Man, she kind of took us in yeah. under her wing. Just a bunch of casuals, you know. <laughs> but yeah, now she's she's awesome. Yeah, it was cool that we got her to do the ringside commentary with us hey, that time. That was dope, yeah. And then Mungia kind of joined us on the table that I think that same time. Yeah, Mungia joined us. He was there. I was surprised to see him there, but um, he was out there supporting some local fighters, and we did the commentary together, and it was cool. Yeah. I think we did it in Spanish, yeah. and that was pretty dope. That was one of the highlights as well. Yeah, I would no, say. for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's always nice to me that just just getting like guests like that to come on the table and and let them talk because this is I mean this is their sport. We're just a little part of it. Um, but you know, getting us the um, you know Triple G's old trainer, you know. Up there on the on the commentary table, Abel Sanchez, Abel Sanchez, Leo Brand- Santa Cruz, yeah, Brandon, Brandon Adams. Adams. Brandon Adams is one of the coolest dudes that we've oh, been yeah. boxing. Um, yeah, he's o- he's always been nice too. Like yeah. I don't, I think we met him because we had him through the phone, right? Yeah. We had him through the phone on one episode, and um, I think we saw him a couple times because his brother was fighting at All Star. Mm-hmm. And then he's always like, yeah, I remember you guys. And I'm, we're just kind of like, what? You this, do? Like, cool. yeah. yeah. Remember, I think that time at the Commerce Casino, uh-huh. I think the one time we had Abel joining us um, on the commentary table, um, I think you were, you guys were doing sound check or something. And I was yeah. like, hey, I'm going to go say what's up to Brandon real quick. Mm-hmm. Brandon Adams, who his brother was going to fight. So I just went up there and said, what's up? I'm like, oh, Gio from Against the Ropes. I'm pretty sure you don't remember us, but he's like, what are you talking about, dog? What's up? This and that. <laughs> he was like really cool, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's yeah. pretty cool." But um, yeah, that's right. The first time we got brand new was via phone call. Yeah, the second time that we... was before they were talking about rumors with Triple G and uh, uh, Charlo, who Charlo was he gonna fight, right? So yeah. he was like making a lot of headlines. Mm-hmm. And then the second time he came here, right? Yeah, second time, and then we that's spent like two <laughs> hours. We spent like two hours after the show just talking in this yeah. room, yeah. and even outside too when he was yeah. about to leave. We were just talking, and he's he's a real cool dude, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Just to know that you know, like, came here, you know, humble little home studio, but you know, just that's the kind of person he is—a cool dude. Uh, and yeah, man, he did say he's gonna have some comeback fights, so we'll see uh, when yeah. that happens, and we'll definitely we'll follow him. Yeah, he, he messages every like once a week. Yeah, just to send us some funny stuff or. Say yeah. what's up. <laughs> cool dude, man. Um, Lily says it feels special when they remember you. Yeah. Hey. And that's funny because um, your boy, uh, Daniel Roman, he was one of the ones that remembered me and he gave me a hook to the body. <laughs> you, <laughs> to the body. you remember that? Because yeah. you you were doing an interview and then after you were kind of just jokingly, you were like, hey, Daniel, we have a... We have uh, one of our friends who she's a big fan of yours, and mm. we're talking about Lily. Oh yeah, that's funny. And then yeah. we're just kind of messing around with them, and he kind of punched me on, on the on the ribs, just messing yeah. around. <laughs> kind of hurt. He has a good punch, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's a cool dude, uh, Roman too. Yeah. Um, we try to get him on the podcast, but he says he doesn't run his Instagram. Um, oh okay. Thing he says his friend does, and he says his friend like never gives him the messages. <laughs> but uh, I have his number, but yeah, yeah, I don't we'll know. definitely get him on down the road, and we'll. Yeah, Roman's one of those. Like I think you mentioned it one time. He's he doesn't really watch boxing. Right? Yeah, he just, doesn't he watch just, boxing. So, but he's really yeah. cool. Cool, cool. Don't expose me. <laughs> Don't expose. Me. 
Yeah, uh, Romana, I met him at Venice Beach. He was um, he was doing a lot of interviews with just people there, and I remember I kind of got close, and I was just kind of recording like everything, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I was just kind of there chilling, kind of listening to people interview him, mm-hmm. and then once everybody left, he was like, he just kind of said, "What's up to me?" You know, she's like, "Oh shit, hey, what's yeah. up?" And I just talked to him like for a couple minutes, and yeah. then he was like, "Oh, you want to do an interview?" And I wasn't really looking to do an interview, but you're not gonna tell him no. Yeah. Like. Of course, I was like, of course, yeah. And then uh, did the interview and then talked to him a little bit after too. And he was really cool. Yeah. I think his brother helped me um, actually the hold the camera. So, yeah, shout out to him <laughs> and his brother. <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah, Who else, cool who else was there? Soar? Soar and Visai was there. Soar and Visai is fighting this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to televise it, quote unquote, on uh, Matchroom's YouTube channel. Hmm. That's what I saw on, okay. the, on the list. But, um, yeah, he's going to fight. I'm, I'm going to watch that. I was telling uh, Derek about it. But um, Sora was there. Anthony Sims Jr. was there. Mm-hmm. And then that was the... I think that was the first time I heard about Diego Pacheco. Okay. Because Anthony Sims saw that I was, like, going around talking to some of the boxers. And he's like, hey, you should go talk to that guy over there. That tall, skinny dude. He's like, he's going to be a beast, man. Trust me. Like, I spar with him and stuff. I see him at the gym. And okay. I didn't know who he was. And he's like, yeah, Pacheco, man. Trust okay. me. And yeah, Pacheco was there. And a lot of the people from his gym. And they're all, they're all pretty cool people. Yeah. And then who else was there? Oh, Jesse Vargas was there. <laughs> Jesse Vargas. <laughs> he was just kind of running. He was just kind of walking past all the um, people trying to get oh, okay. interviews and stuff. Did you have a security so around him? Like, no? No, <laughs> because we're out in public. But oh, okay. he was just kind of walking past everyone. So I was just like, not going to bother. But yeah. yeah, Roach was there. Cynthia was there. Cynthia Conte. Okay. That's before I had, I really, well, we really didn't know her back then, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really talk to her. But um, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And then we had some great moments. Uh, I'm actually gonna share some, Uh-oh. some, some, some stuff that we got. But yeah, keep keep telling me about some of your other favorite moments. Maybe other favorite or memorable moments. Yeah, let me read the comments real quick. Lily says, "Uh, coming soon." She's gonna bring it back. She's gonna learn the software. Yeah, man. I like. Uh, I think I tweeted this on one of the replies. I rather listen to Lily than a lot of these people, oh, yeah. like on TV or yeah. people who have their podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Because we know it's going to come from an unbiased place, right? Yeah. Every time you hear anything on ESPN is going to be pro ESPN yeah. fighters. Anything you hear, anything on the Zone is going to be pro. Yeah. Golden Boy Matchroom, right? Yeah. Anything on Showtime, CBS is going to be pro Al Heyman fighters. So, yeah. Um, everybody kind of has their their agenda, and even people. Just regular people who have their podcasts, they all have like their affiliations, their friends, yeah. right? I heard some people say Jesse Vargas be Mikey Garcia, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, I heard all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, but everybody's kind of biased in, in their own way. So I'd rather just listen to unbiased people, whoever yeah. it is. That's true. Like that you have no allegiance really, you're just impartial and that's something that's very difficult in this game. Um another part of this aspect of this podcast I love is like we've met some of the up and comers. You know, the ones that I haven't, they're not there yet. You're young. Going Those have been some of our best episodes. It's been some of the funniest and funnest episodes just getting to meet them. And one of them was Alfredo Scarcega, and he saw that we were coming up on 100. Sent us a little message. So I'll play it now. Oh, dope. Hey. Let me put the volume up. That's what's up. Shout out to Alfredo Scarcega. He's part of the RGBA camp. He was uh, sparring partners with the. Uh, shout out to my friends Mikey. at Against the Ropes Boxing. It's our 100th episode. I uh, hear from Alfredo Scarcega Jr. Thank you guys for the support. Always being behind me in my, my corner all the time. Um, getting ready for my fights. You know, you guys are on your 100th episode. Really, really special. Shout out to my guys, Gio and Christian. Hey. Thank you guys for supporting me. And obviously, I'm going to be looking forward to watching the rest of your episodes. Thank you guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out 
Man, he's one of the coolest guys. You know, we meet, we say this time and time again, we, we meet some of the coolest guys, but he's like one of these humble guys. Uh, you know, he's he's got about 10 fights under his belt, uh, like you said, under Robert Garcia. Uh, yeah, man, he's just hustling. He also, he, we see his, his Instagram, he's training every day, running every day, you know. It's the stuff that yeah. people don't see, you know, all that work that, that fighters do. Uh, Touch my heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that they do outside the ring. And so, man, we... I don't get emotional, but that was cute. We're going to support him and keep seeing this fight. Oh, it got to you, bro? Yeah, that was cute, man. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh, man, I'm not done, bro. There's one more. Ooh. Before we go on to the next one, <laughs> you know, uh, Alfredo is a really cool dude, really humble. Mm-hmm. He he came to, to the studio when oh, yeah. we were... Uh, when he was, I think he was training for one of his fights, or he was at training camp. Yeah. And, uh, dude, we it was kind of messed up because they made us wait like an hour. Remember that time they oh, wouldn't that's open? Right, that's They're right. They're like, oh, we don't have. A, they locked the studio for some reason, and and they were like, oh, we don't have the authority to. We have to make this yeah. call and that call to open it up. And there was like a new person working, and they didn't yeah. know who we were. And and he was just like, no, don't worry about it. It's cool. Like, and then they finally opened it. We had remember you had to it, show them how to like slide yeah. the. I remember even I got mad. I was like, "Yo, like, I, like I remember telling the, the the person in charge. I was like, "Yo, this is a professional boxer. Let's, you know, y'all gotta open this door. Like, I ain't playing. Like, but then yeah. I showed him we got it open. But yeah, he was so so cool, so patient. Yeah, you know, cool, man. again, we didn't know how he was gonna react. Some people, I kind of like, man, he's gonna yeah. bail and yeah, like he had just came from training and he, and then I think that time there was like a big accident, so it took him like an hour, an hour and a half to get there to yeah. the studio. So I think anybody else would have just been like, you know what, let's do this another day. Yeah. It's like 9 p.m. I'm tired. Yeah. I just came from training. And we, it, that would have been understandable as well, yeah. right? We would have been like, yeah, yeah, we understand. I'm sorry. But been my, he was bad, cool. But no, he was dope. Okay, so another one is another All good right, friend go. of ours. We've, you know, we've had some profession, other professionals, you know, some that the boxing public uh, know. And one of them is our good friend, Pablo Cesarcano. And he also sent us a, a message. So here we go. Pablo just like this dude when I had him on the show he was talking about like not just his like biggest fights with like Shane but you know Eric Morales but also like uh, his family and I was like oh mm-hmm. man dude and that's when you're like dad of course these guys are just more than just fighters they're their dads brothers too and he's just one of those guys that yeah that was a great episode and having him with Alfonso oh, yeah. seeing that dynamic between them that show was fun he's a little bit more quiet obviously than Alfonso Alfonso's yeah. a little bit more more loquacious and stuff but <laughs> Man, he's a funny guy. I remember the few things he said. He was he always made us crack up. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the funnier uh, guests. I would say he's yeah. probably in my top three favorite favorite guests. Uh, another one, Anthony Sims Jr. I think he's hey. probably my favorite. I'll put Shane Mosley second. Okay, and then Pablo Cesarcano third, third. Man, yeah. yeah, those are probably my top episodes. Hilarious. Yeah, Lily, I know Lily likes Scano too, right? Yeah, yeah, cool dude. His KO story still kills me. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Dude. And I give them props. See, people like that who just open up and tell you, like, yeah. I blacked out, dude. I didn't know what happened for 10 minutes. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> if you haven't checked that out, check it out on our channel. And uh, Pablo Cesar Cano and Johnny Gonzalez had a similar Same story, story, man. Right? Yeah. We're like, are, this guy's just like, they're in cahoots. They're just like messing with us or what? Because they yeah. had like the ex- same exact story. Um, but it was hilarious. Man, these interviews have to check, man. Like, man, this guy, is, is he even here, here, you know, like when we're interviewing? But, yeah, no, that great guest. Thanks for that. Gracias por el mensaje. And, man, that shit means a lot to us, personally. Muchas gracias. Yeah. Yeah, man. Speaking was, about uh, Anthony Sims, he just messaged yeah. me, like, what day since to come on the show. Okay. All right. Next week, huh? Next week, yeah. All right. We'll try to get some good guests next week. Probably yeah. be busy again. Give you guys a couple episodes next week, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Friday, we're going to release the one with Cassius Clay Collar. Very good episode. That guy is hilarious as well. Um, And we're going to save that for Friday, 3 p.m. We're going to release that. I released some clips, but he's hilarious. He's a cool dude. And um, he has some compliments for us as well, right? Yeah. So we're like, damn, all right, we're doing okay. We're doing okay here. And just to go back to some comments here, Lily says all the episodes with uh, Sean were fun. Oh, yeah. Just fighting with Gio all the time. <laughs> Dude, for real. Dude, but people like that, man. I think we, there was one time we got into it, right? A few times. A few times. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's fun, though. <laughs> it's fun. And it's, I'm pretty sure it's fun for the guests. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with a friend who has his own podcast as well. Yeah. He started his own podcast. See, we're, we're man, we're inspiring all these people <laughs> out here, man. That's Shout stuff. out to friends. But anyway, yeah, he was saying, um, oh, because we were talking about uh, the Roy Jones Jr. and and Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. You saw the poll that we put up. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But um, everybody, the vast majority of people said Roy Jones Jr. had a better career. And Franz was one of the people. He's like, no, I think Tyson. And we're we're just talking about it. And he's and then I was like, you know what? We're we're probably gonna debate about this on the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, dude. I feel like when you guys debate, that's when it's the best shows. Like people yeah. people are more in tune. People are into it and more engaged and stuff. So yeah, I think that definitely helps. When there's somebody to argue with me, yeah. I always appreciate it. <laughs> when when well. <laughs> everybody when everybody agrees, I'm just kind of like, it's yeah. cool, but, but yeah. we got a show to do here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's not to say we um, script anything, right? Yeah, no. I feel like uh, I don't feel like I've ever felt like we had to do things on purpose yeah. to try to get people to tune in or, or for clout, right? Yeah, yeah no, that's no, the no. word that people use. Yeah. Um, like everything's been pretty genuine and and of course you got to entertain right yeah if we were if we were not entertaining <laughs> people would not tune in yeah. right people go to youtube and spotify for entertainment right most people don't go there to be informed or to to learn right yeah. they just want to be entertained so yeah. we got to do our part <laughs> <laughs> it's like the sun's out so i will pick fights no. yeah gotta play yeah. devil's advocate every yeah. now now and then um but yeah uh did Oh, you said the guest you would like to have was uh, Maromero Pais. Maromero. Yeah, that'd be another cool. good one. Would be Polly Malignaggi. Polly. Okay, that's one we definitely yeah, agree on. That'd be dope. Polly would give us a bunch of jewels, man. Polly. Some I, somebody I would always like love to have it would be Bob Arum too. Mm. That guy just has a founder, you know, of. I mean, he says, but life is boxing, and so I feel like we would get a lot of good stuff. And I've yeah. had the chance to interview uh, Bob at the Lomachenko workout, so. Uh, yeah, those five minutes I had with them, I was like, man, we could, I could see this being a podcast, like, you know, 45 to an hour with, with Bob and 
Yeah. Yeah, I also want to send a big shout out since Lily mentioned Sean. Big shout out to Sean. Yeah. Um, I I've also taken some notes from his show. Yeah. You know, we he's passionate about his show and and just boxing in general. So you know, I try to learn from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's like the smallest of things or. You know, that's not to say I want to copy people, but it's always good to learn from everybody, man. I feel like you can learn from anybody, whether they're great or whether they're trash. No, yeah, You can learn about what not to do, you know? Again, you you can pick and choose the stuff that they're doing right, you know, like, you know what? And like you said, it's not to copy, but like you make it your own or you make, you put a little spin to it and you make it yours. And I think that's something that's a way, that's something that we do here on the show. We just, you know, try to make our own. But, um... Yeah. yeah, Lily says, uh, I've seen people script whole interviews and no! fake conflicts. Sad. What? <laughs> no. I've, we've seen that. We've seen that out there. <laughs> you know, do it for the, for the clickbait. Yeah. As they call it. Man. I don't know. I'm not a good actor, so. Nah. I mean, I think there's you a think, pl- Do you think you would make it as an actor? I think I would do okay, actually. I think I'd do okay, Now, thinking about it. I think I would do okay. Yeah. But... He not looks, as far as the <laughs> podcast. That would be kind of weird. Yeah, podcast, you can't... Yeah, you kind of yeah. have to be genuine and stuff. Gio's like, Sylvester, call me. Yeah, dude. Put me in one of those boxing movies. Hey, you know what? Talking about that, mm. I recently watched The Million Dollar Baby yeah. on Netflix. I've been telling you for years. I know. It's a good movie. I remember you guys all mentioned it. Yeah. And, dude, it was a good movie. Actually, my, my girl made me watch it. Ah, okay. Because she was like, have you seen this one? She always asked me yeah. if I've seen these boxing movies. Yeah. And most of the time, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I've seen it. It's good. You're going to like it. And it's like two hours long, right? Yeah. So I was like, it's two hours. I should have told you they got best picture. Yeah. Maybe I would have sold you on Does that. Does that mean it? I don't, I don't know anything He's about like, movies. <laughs> so I'm ignorant to, when it comes to movies. But it was a good movie. I yeah. really liked it. Dude, that was good. Yeah, it was dope, man. Damn, she was sad, right? <sighs> yeah. I didn't cry, but. Yeah. You know what? The, <laughs> I think the part that did touch me was when, like, she was training there. And it was, like, oh, and I, midnight and. And she had to take the bus home. Like I was like, man. Yeah. To me, it was sad you when must she really love what you're doing. Yeah. Man. To me, it was when she was like, I get. I guess she was like in the later parts of her thirties, and she's like, this is all yeah. I got. I ain't good at nothing else. Yeah. And he's like, man, you're hitting it wrong. That's when he starts to teach her that shit was cool. Yeah. Shit was cool. Damn. Yeah, but um, do we have anything else on the show? Let me check my phone. Let's see if I have any notes. Um. You know, the, one of the things I did start missing was the ringside commentary. Oh, big time. For um, sure. I feel like it, it helped us, like, as a brand get get more, like, uh, exposure. Mm-hmm. But it also helped us um, just meet a lot of people, meet a lot of boxers and trainers and just mm-hmm. people in boxing. So I thought that whole thing was pretty dope. And we are supposed to have, like, two in April, right? Mm-hmm. Back-to-back shows. Oh, so man. I was, like, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm like, damn, time. this is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Chopstick says Pacquiao is my all-time favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your all-time favorite boxer? Have we ever discussed that? Uh, I think we've touched on it, we, right? We've mentioned it here. Pacquiao's probably top five, huh? For us, top, yeah, top five. Favorite, sure. top, top, yeah, top five. Uh, we kind of, I think we have a consensus who our favorite one is, right? You want to say? I think it's like all three of us, including Lily, probably say the same thing. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, let's do top. Let's do top five. Sergio Martinez. Sergio Martinez, number one, just because that's where like we really like we're like starting into the whole that's boxing atmosphere. That's when we started watching fights together, all of us. Yeah, like yeah. That's when I started kind of what getting into boxing again. Yeah. Because after like De La Hoya, mm-hmm. um, obviously Pacquiao was running through everybody. Yeah. But um, 
that's when boxing was kind of slowing down, I would say, like 2009, mm-hmm. 2010, yeah. 11. You were watching basketball then, huh? Yeah, I was watching <laughs> a lot of basketball and a lot of soccer. Mm-hmm. And then Sergio was like the only, Sergio Martinez was the one of the few guys I would watch consistently. Yeah. Obviously, like the younger Mikey Garcia, Pacquiao, obviously. Mm-hmm. But Sergio was definitely probably the, the biggest, um, our favorite name yeah. that we would watch consistently. Remember, we would go to your house and watch a lot of his fights mm-hmm. and we'll just watch a lot of the replays and stuff. So, yeah, I think Martinez. Yeah, Martinez, number one. And then, obviously, before, De La Hoya was, like, our growing up idol, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. I think Martinez, is like, that's the one we chose. Like, you know what? I like this. You know, De La Hoya is more like, oh, my dad or, you know, yeah. brought us into it. Yeah. And so, but I, I think as, as individuals, we're like, okay, Martinez, that's the guy. And that's the one we yeah, were Yeah, I think fighting. because he would always come out with the mm-hmm. soccer jerseys with the River or yeah. Tina, and that kind of spoke like, to us, right? Yeah, we're, like, we're like, okay. He used to like, play soccer yeah. and all this stuff. And uh, that was pretty dope. Yeah. Who else? Well, obviously Tyson. Tyson? Mike Tyson? Yeah, of course. Top five. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, yeah. Muhammad Ali. Who else? Well, Triple G's for me. Towards Ooh, the end. Yeah. I always like the Yeah. Hate. We went to all his fights here in L.A., yeah, and I feel like that's when we really started um, talking seriously about the show. Yeah, right. We're like, we're already going to a lot of these fights. Yeah, we're already watching like all these fights. Might as well. Yeah, start up the podcast. Right. Yeah, I think that, and then, and then part of it, we're like, man, that guy could do it. I think we could do it. Like, yeah, I remember we used to see a lot of people with their own like shirts with mm-hmm. their names on them. Yeah, and it was always like people who did not look like they've ever ran a lap in their in their <laughs> life. Not to be messed up, mm-hmm. but boxing, quote unquote, media people mm-hmm. has the most unathletic people of so? any sport. Most <laughs> most unathletic people any sport, man. Because uh, if, if you go like, if you see basketball, a lot of those guys used to play basketball. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you see soccer, a lot of those guys used to play soccer. Boxing is like none of them used to box, yeah. so it's like. I don't know. It's kind of messed up, but it's true. I see. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Boxing is more like that niche sport, and it's like, yeah. that's like it's like the sport that like oh well nobody like really relates to any other one like oh I like relate to this one yeah. Um, for us, well, I mean, we like soccer. We play soccer, and so you know, so- boxing is just another one that we we love and who to love. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we 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 kind of know how, what it takes to you know to be an athlete and training and all that, and so. Uh, obviously, boxing is a different animal, and so and I know it's a little bit more grueling. But uh, yeah, man, that was like the, those were the beginnings. Yeah, we're about fifty-five minutes in, Chris. Yeah, and we have another show to do at four, so we're gonna wrap it up real quickly. Um, let's say fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, yeah. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Speed through these. Topics. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. We had our boy. All right, before we get into the second part of the show, um, which is gonna be all these boxing topics. Uh, what would you say the the goal is for the next hundred episodes? Um, <laughs> then, then what would you say the goal was for the first hundred, and the goal for the next hundred? The goal for the one the first one hundred, I would say, just getting to hundred. <laughs> See, Chopstick agrees with us. What is it? Well, with me about boxing fans. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Most unathletic people you would ever see. All right, and yeah. they're the ones who talk the most. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Kind of annoying, but it's cool. That's funny. All right, so goal for the, what was our goal for the first 100? Goal for the first, so for the next 100. I would say the my, the goal for the first 100 first was like just, you know, establishing like a brand and identity, which I think we've done. Um, 
Making we kind of started for fun, right? Yeah. Like, first, it was just like for fun. For I don't fun. think we ever imagined that we'd yeah. have a actual boxers on our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy when I think uh, Sims was the first actual boxer who came to the studio. But anyway, yeah, yeah continue. Yeah, it's a little bit of the, off of that. Yeah, it was pretty much just like we were just doing this, you know, just because we loved it, just because, you know, it was, you know, something we did on the side. You know, obviously, we have yeah. our, our jobs, but uh, we're like, you know, we love doing this. Let's so just keep going and see what happens. I guess there wasn't really a specific goal, but it's I was like, like, what do you have to lose? Yeah, what do we have to lose? Let's <laughs> see how far we could go with this. Now that we we have, and we've talked to people, we've talked to, you know, players in the game, fighters in the game, that like, you guys can do something big with this. You guys have potential. You guys can, you know, grow this. It's just about Yeah, and I want to send a big shout out to Alfonso Gomez, yeah. too, yeah. because he was one of our first um, guests, and he, and he always gave us a lot of props. He's yeah, like, yeah. you know, one day you guys are going to quit your jobs, and this is going to be, like, what you do, because yeah. you guys are... I see the potential. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I think we were like 30 episodes in. And I was just we're like, like, eh. loco. <laughs> loco. Yeah. Like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then little by little, we kind of started believing it. Yeah, and he yeah. always tells us when he sees us. So yeah. we were like, hey, man, if he sees it, sees it then we got to yeah. see it too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So go for the next 100. Obviously, I want us to be a little bit more recognizable. Obviously, get, get more guests. Be at events more. Obviously, there's a little... We have to wait a little because of this COVID-19, but I want to be at more events, interviewing more people, you know, just getting our, our, our name more out there and meeting and supporting some of the fighters we've had and the fighters yeah. that will continue to come on. Just I just want to support them because, again, I feel like they... We build relationships with, with a lot of these guests that come on. You know, we we want to support them again. They're in this uh, industry where, like, at, when they first start or, you know, they don't get all the, you know as much of the spotlight you know they have to grind it out for for years and years until they finally get yeah. an opportunity so for me it's just continue to build those relationships uh continue to build our network and just growing and uh yeah obviously just getting better and better because i i'm the first one to say that i don't have all the answers i'm <laughs> we're, we're still you know you know in the process and stuff and so we're not finished products but just want to continue to get better grow and yeah expand yeah really. um well said. Yeah. I agree with that. I feel like the first hundred episodes, um, it started just for fun, and then we started kind of realizing that, oh, shit, we can make something happen out mm -hmm. of this, right? And we started meeting people. We had the privilege of doing the ringside commentary, meeting a lot of the local trainers and, and fighters. And I think one of the biggest satisfactions for me personally, I'm sure for you as well, is getting a lot of the up-and-comers on the yeah. show or just building mm -hmm. you know, that friendship with them and um, being able to give them exposure—it sounds weird, yeah. right? Because yeah, we're... we never thought that we'd have any platform mm -hmm. to to kind of um, help people yeah. gain a little bit more exposure. But a lot of people do thank us for that, and mm -hmm. for us, it's just like, well, we're just doing it because we like y'all, you know. We love it. Yeah. Um, but they do kind of make us realize that we are kind of helping them, yeah. you know, as far as exposure and um, building their brand. So yeah. that's been one of the biggest satisfactions. For the next 100, like you said, obviously get bigger. Um, I've heard, I'm going to quote you. I'm going to quote you on this because you said eventually you want to be uh, like Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of share the same sentiment as well. Uh, I, I want to have a platform where we can be the Joe Rogan of boxing, mm -hmm. where people come to our show yeah. whenever they're going to announce a fight, announce anything news, or just sit down and have a conversation, right? Yeah. Um, we notice that a lot of times these boxers will prefer to have a conversation with people like us mm -hmm. than go on TV and hear the same questions over and over, yeah. right? 
um, hear questions that have a like a preconceived narrative, mm-hmm. right? Um, with people who, yes, are on TV and it's going to give them a lot of exposure, but a lot of times maybe it might be genuine or, or have their best interest, yeah. right? So we want to get to that point where we can get anybody on the show yeah. and, and make it good, you know? Yeah. And next 100, I'm pretty sure it's not going to take us this long, right? It took yeah. us like a year and a half, almost two years for mm-hmm. the first first 100 now mm-hmm. we're doing two three shows a week so yeah. i'm pretty sure the next 100 are going to go by quicker mm-hmm. but uh it's a hustle man and and uh, yeah just looking forward to it i enjoy the challenge so yeah. it's gonna be fun yeah now to me like i don't think i could pick a, a better person to do it with bro because like Aww. to to have a podcast and have the consistency you really have to have somebody that's like in like all in and that's always there and you know sometimes you know stuff happens where people are, you know what i, I don't want to do this no more but i know that you and me <laughs> Are like in there for the long haul. We love boxing. Yeah, yeah. We love doing this. Like we're gonna be eighty doing this shit. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> like we're not getting really paid. We're doing this out of you know we're taking the time just to do it because we love to do it. Yeah. And like you said, it's a hustle. And man, I'm in there for the you know for the long run. And it's a marathon, yeah. man. The marathon continues. Exactly. And yeah, back back to talking about like some of the young up and coming fighters. You know, something that that people don't see is like they don't have they don't always get that uh that practice being in front of a camera or yeah. speaking and so you know even if it's something small like this it will help them just you know feel more comfortable speaking more and we tell know. them that too we yeah, tell yeah. them like this is not the biggest platform so mm-hmm. this is gonna be practice basically yeah like we tell because a lot of them are nervous and stuff like yeah. oh so like um uh can i curse or what are you gonna <laughs> ask me or you yeah. know things like that are you gonna edit this yeah, you know yeah. we're just like conversation yeah. man yeah if anything dumb happens i'll edit it out and we got you there we go yeah, yeah. and that, that reminds me the first time we interviewed a fighter back at uh the uh during the ringside commentary we were interviewing a fighter and i saw that his like nervousness and i was like that's right these people are just barely starting you know they're young they don't always have that same you know they don't get the, the hundreds of interviews that like, kind of prepares them so like this is a good platform for these young yeah. guys just to you know start building that confidence and it's me- it's, it's great to, to offer that you know? Let me ask you this: Do you still get nervous? Every every once in a while, <laughs> you'll get some of those like anxiousness, like yeah. anxious nerves. But for the most part, I think we we got it. We chill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the part that makes me most nervous is just the technological part. Make yeah. sure that everything works well. Yeah, right. <laughs> Make sure that nothing messes yeah. up. Um, and here, let me read this comment here. I never boxed in my life, but I I've taken a liking to falling more since Pacquiao brought me into the sport. Mm. I feel like most people are like that, right, in boxing. Um, yeah. But um, at, le- at least what we try to do is try to give a good, honest opinion, mm-hmm. knowing that, hey, we're not professionals. Yeah. We're not professional broadcasters. We're mm-hmm. not professional boxers. Mm-hmm. We're not professional athletes, right? So we got to keep that in mind as well yeah. when we give our opinions yeah. and not say, oh, this guy will wash you or you yeah. suck. Why do you always get tired? Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, have you ever boxed 12 rounds? <laughs> have you ever boxed one round? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, looking forward to more. Just want to send a big shout out to um, the people who always uh, follow us and send us uh, good or bad feedback. Like we said, mm-hmm. we appreciate it. Shout out to Derek. Shout yeah, out to Clive yeah. from Comics Fed. Shout out to Sean from Just Boxing Live, and of course, shout out to Lily, man. She's yeah. helped us out a lot, so thank you very much. Yeah. So we have one more message from Arnold Barbosa Jr. He says. Uh-huh. Congrats to y'all on the 100. Keep grinding and hope to tune in into for 100 more. Woo! Yeah. 
Another very cool guest, huh? Yeah. Arnold has always been very cool with us. Um, man, I'm gonna put him on the spot. He canceled one time, <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, he's cool about it. He's, he's a real cool dude, man. Mm-hmm. There, he gets pass. Yeah, you know, he's we, a cool dude. Man. Yeah, it's good that he got a. Uh, he's getting this opportunity. I guess he's yeah. getting a, a fight soon, and so, yeah, man, we're gonna see that fight and wishing the best. Like, he gets a pass. He's a Lakers fan, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is uh, all right. We're at 3 p.m., Chris. Um, let's say about seven, eight more minutes. Sure. Let's just discuss these topics real quick. Um, all right, let's start with Tyson. Mike Tyson. Tyson Roy. Um, what do you think had the better career? Had I think you voted career? for Roy, right? I voted for Roy. Uh, uh, 34%. Of people on our Instagram poll said Mike, sixty six said Roy. So most people would agree that Roy had the yeah. the better career. I think it had to do with the longe- la- the longevity of his career okay. was longer, longer I mean, in his prime, longer in his prime. He was multiple. He like, did lose big fights in his prime. Though. He did lose big fights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they both lost big fights. Well, they both lost you know fights. Yeah. Um, I say Roy was just you know again the longevity. Uh, he was um, the pound for pound for longer. You know the. He was yeah 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 for part like a larger part of the decade he was undisputably like the 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 pound for pound king yeah, best in the world yeah Mike Tyson obviously got the exposure because the heavyweight division yeah, youngest cool. heavyweight champion in yeah, yeah. history there's some things that you cannot take away from Mike but if you really take a look at the you know their careers as a whole Roy just did All it right. for longer whose career would you'd rather have if you were a boxer starting off right now and oh, shit. and in twenty years whose career would you would you whose rather have whose career would you rather have and that's why my answer for this poll was Mike. Okay, I was. I'll okay. say Mike had the better career, youngest heavyweight champion. Yeah, uh, made a hell of a lot more money than yeah. Roy. Um, and I think his legendary status is 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 a little superior to Roy. You would mm-hmm. say everybody in the world knows, you, knows yeah. Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. right? That's why I say Mike. If I had to choose a career, I'd choose Mike, even with the yeah. ups and downs. Okay, uh, in the ring, I'd say Mike. Yeah, you know what? I would agree. I would take Mike's career just because Roy st- stayed longer. I'm talking about career, he stayed way <laughs> longer, man. I would have retired a long and time ago. Made less money. Lost. Yeah, uh, Mike was just again. You're the heavyweight champion of the world. Like everybody knows you. Yeah. Everybody wants to be be you. Everybody wants to be around you. You're knocking guys out left and right in, in devastating fashion, the way nobody had done it before. You know, first like a lot of you know fights ending in under five five rounds. Um, uh, Mike was a man, but um, again, I don't know, I wouldn't want to have that 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 dark side of his career. So, with Mike, with Mike, yeah, yeah, that's why I said in the ring, in the um, ring, yeah, and well, obviously, in the ring too, he yeah. bit some ears, he, <laughs> bit some, you know, he got knocked out, but Roy got knocked out as well, too. Yeah, the, the fight against Tarver, Tarver yeah. right? he was in his prime, but yeah. anyway, that's a very good question. Um, let, let me let us know what you guys think, whose career mm. would you rather have, yeah, um, Mike's or Tyson's. Mike Tyson, notable W's, uh, Burbick when he became champion, oh, yeah. uh, Larry Holmes, and Michael Spinks, All right? Notable yeah. losses, James Buster Douglas, uh, probably the most, uh, the one that made the most noise because of all the circumstances, Upset, yeah. underdog, this and that, yep. Uh, Evander Holyfield twice, and then Lennox Lewis for Roy Jones Jr., notable wins, mm-hmm. Bernard Hopkins, James Tony. What, what am I looking at? Um, Tarver. He beat Tarver and he beat Felix 
Trinidad, Tito, nice. right? Yeah. Notable losses. He lost against Tarver. Tarver avenged the losses. Joe Calzaghe and Bernard Hopkins was also able to Avengers avenge that on. loss like yeah. 20 years later. 20 that? years later. Yeah, so and by let, then, let us know what you guys think. By then, he was an alien, man. He couldn't touch him. Man, you heard about the UFOs in Long Beach? I heard. What was that about? What? I don't know. There was a video that TMC posted. What? In Long Beach? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I saw the video, but I wouldn't say it was anything conclusive. Do you look credible? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. These videos, people just forget how to record videos, right? When it's something like a cool fight breaks out, yeah. people are like, <laughs> they zoom in all the way and it just turns weird. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. On the undercard of that fight that's going to go down September 12th in the LA pay-per-view between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., the undercard. Uh, Nate Robinson against one of the Paul brothers. Is it uh, Jake? Jake, Jake from Paul. State Farm. From State Farm. <laughs> so Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. All right, Jake. Jake Paul was fighting Nate Robinson, and sixty nine percent of the people on our Instagram poll thought that he was going to beat Nate Robinson. Maybe yeah. they don't know Nate Robinson. What is that? I, I, I've seen the odds no. as well. They're in yeah. Jake's favor. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because he fought before. But anyway, I'm not going to give that too much time. Quick reaction. What do you think about the fight? And what do you think about people? Uh, Giving it to Jake. Uh, to me, just like I, get, I don't think people know how much of an athlete it takes Ooh, to be a basketball player. What four-time slam dunk champion? Yeah, he is five, five, eight, five, nine, and he's a slam dunk champions many, many times yeah. in the NBA. So he's definitely athletic. Yeah. He's definitely quick, and he can definitely jump. Is that going to help in the boxing ring? I'm that's not sure. That's what we're see. <laughs> to me, it's like you don't go against a guy that's that athletic, but we'll see. All right. So that was Nate Dog. Nate Dog. <laughs> I don't know why I call him Nate Dog, but I did. You know what? I did. <laughs> I do want to send a big shout out to um, our boy Jesse as well, okay. who supported our show and he's been part of it as well. Um, I want to send a shout out to his little boy. Uh, oh, Paul. Jess Paul. Yeah. Um, always grinding, always training. He's nine years old now, always posting uh, training videos. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at it's underscore Paul Rodriguez one. Like I said, nine years old. And, um, yeah, Jess has been training them mm-hmm. for, for a while now, and they've been putting work in every, day in and day out, man. Yeah. I mean, this whole pandemic, I think they have access to a, to a gym mm-hmm. where it's all safe and it's just to yeah. themselves. So big shout-out to them. Make sure to follow uh, Little Paul. Little Paul, yeah. Yeah, man. And thank you, uh, Jess, for everything, man, always showing us love. And, um, yeah, we'll be doing a lot of stuff with them. Yeah. Um, I do want to go to the gym and, and get some footage and all that. And I got to hook him up with some teas, man. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Shoot. Um, let's see what else we got. I think that's all. Oh, dude, I want to, I want to, um, let's see up here. I want to show this. So it was funny. Obviously, okay. you saw the Siniesa Estrada knockout, right? Yeah. Seven seconds. So let me uh, make this bigger for you guys because this was kind of, one person on the comment section said, oh, wait, no. So I'm talking, so that happened, right? The knockout. Mm-hmm. Virgil Ortiz knocks out Samuel Vargas. So yeah. I think the zone posted when uh, Jack Reese. Did you see when he stopped Virgil Ortiz because Samuel Vargas kind of turned around? And oh, then, yeah. Yeah, i seen that. They so it. one of the people here in the comment section said, this is the referee who took two points from Logan Paul, and it cost him a fight of his career. And now he doesn't know anything about boxing. You should retire, buddy. Your eyesight is broken. <laughs> <laughs> and then people started going off on this person. Uh, go away with Logan Paul bullshit. This is real boxing. And then talking about YouTubers and this and that. But I thought that was hilarious. Uh, people criticizing Jack Reese based on a Logan Paul fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's your argument? That's funny. But anyway, 
Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure if I have. I think that was it. I don't think I have the. Yeah, but anyway, what do you think about the Cines Estrada knockout just real quickly before we get out of here? I mean, if you go by the records, you kind of expect it to be a somewhat competitive fight. Of course, she not. was 5-0, five, and oh, five, and oh, five, five knockouts, but she was like 42 years old. Yeah, I mean, 42, and then you just... And she did not leave her corner. She, dude, oh she just goodness. froze. She just froze and, like, did nothing. Yeah, that was a got, little weird. So, to me, I'm like... But do you think the criticism was fair? Everyone's like, oh, they should get banned. They should get suspended. They shouldn't have allowed this. I mean... Who should get banned, Siniesa or the other one? Like the commission or the the managers, everyone who allowed this fight to continue or go on. To me, just the fact that she froze up makes it seem like if she would have thrown some punches and got caught, then I don't think there would have been uh, a whole lot of controversy because like, oh man, she just opened <laughs> up and she got caught. Uh, the fact that she just froze up just shows like she was not in her league. <laughs> I've never seen a fighter freeze up like that and show yeah. you know fear like that. <laughs> you know, and again, she, dude, that's she had five five wins and five knockouts, so it's like, yeah, she, it shows that she knows kind of what she's doing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that that was just a little strange that she froze up like that. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about that yet, but um, I just want to send a big congratulations to Virgil Ortiz Jr. Yeah, another knockout, right? We kind of predicted it. A very tough fight. Vargas is made of cement, man. I'm telling yeah. you, this guy would not go down. And he would have kept fighting if it wasn't for um, for Jack Reese stopping the fight. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good stoppage um, just because of the accumulation of all the, the punishment. Uh, Virgil Ortiz, still beast, calling out the big names. Can't wait to see what's next. Nah, he's still very young, what, 22? 22 years 22 old, years man. old and fighting. like dude, He's fighting like someone that's been there like 10, 10 years at least. He's so he reminds me of Mikey Garcia. Yeah, he just and Triple G as well. Yeah, and just the power and the precision. Yeah, and just always coming forward like, man, just disciplined, strong, confident. You know, just yeah, that was a, that was a good performance for, from Samuel. I mean, he just shows the heart that he has. Tough dude, tough, tough, tough dude. It shows why he did drop Khan yeah. and why he's giving some of the other guys out some tough fights. Yeah, definitely. Um, but man, Virgil, just this guy's just a beast. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be in no time. You know. And I say that with with a, almost with a guarantee, like the could be the face of boxing just because of how disciplined we know him to be outside of the ring. One hundred percent, man. Again, some of the the things that derail fighters are just those distractions outside. I don't see him getting distracted. I he's just not that that type of a uh, person, you know, yeah. let alone fighter. And so it shows in the ring. Like every, all of these fights have are won, you know, outside of the ring. And every time we've gone to the RGBA, he's been that's the same guy that steps in that ring. It's just. You know, that's the yeah. type of, of fighter he is. And so, yeah, 100%. man, can't wait, can't wait to see the next fight. Big congratulations for Virgil Ortiz Jr., his father, who was in his corner. Mm-hmm. Robert tested positive and tested negative. There was a confusion there. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it to the fight. But I think we can continue to discuss these fights uh, maybe next time, maybe next week. Because yeah. um, we got to get out of here soon. Um, we'll, we can talk Leo Santa Cruz against Tank Gervonta Davis next week. Yeah. Um, we could talk Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, which looks like it's official now. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that next week. And this Saturday, there's a Showtime card. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch that, but I do want to watch Soren Visai. I, I believe the fight is in Thailand, if I'm not mistaken. And it's on Matchroom's YouTube channel from Last Thing I Saw. But I think that's it, man, for today. Uh, we'll be back in about an hour or so with Shane Mosley Jr., who won on the undercard of Virgil Ortiz Jr. and Samuel Vargas. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back in a little bit. We'll be back soon, literally.
we got some questions, drop them there. We'll ask them, ask them some of our questions, some of your questions, and yeah, we'll be here like in an hour. Yeah, so that's with Shane Mosley Jr. He'll be joining us via video chat. And uh, before we get out of here, I just want to send some quick shout-outs. Shout-out to the Dr. Ooze Podcast. Make sure to check them out. Dr. Ooze Podcast on YouTube, at Dr. Ooze on all social networks. Make sure to check out www.purogolpe.com. Follow them at Purogolpe on Instagram. Esto es pelear. Check them out. Um, they actually sponsor the Murataya brothers who are going to be on yeah. the undercard of Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Um, August 28th, I believe. Something like that. Mm. But Ray... And Gabriel, they're going to be on the undercard of that. So uh, stay tuned for more details. I'm pretty sure we'll get both of them on yeah. probably after the fights, mm-hmm. maybe, um, after they, they fight there for top rank ESPN. But, yeah, I think that's all I got, yeah. man. That's it, man. School is your long rank. <laughs> yeah, no, again, just uh, – Summer school. Summer school. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, this is 100 episodes. I am not going to be on the Jim Leo podcast, bro. So I'm just going to end it here just say thank you. Thanks for – all the support, a hundred down. Okay. <laughs> hundred da- hundred down, a hundred to go, Bam. and beyond. So, sir, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Thank you for our past guests and our 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 future guests. Um, and yeah, like you said, we're gonna be back soon. Um, and that's all I got, man. Sir. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Thank you guys. Oh God, no. and I don't know who NM is, man. <laughs> Flat out. Shout out to Against the Ropes. You know what my mine is? Let's box bitches. It's almost fight night. Hello to Against the Ropes. Thank you for the support. Keep doing your thing. You're doing, you're doing a great job. So thank you and best wishes. Huge, huge, huge shout out to Against the Ropes. Against the Ropes. Shout out to Against the Ropes. Thank you guys for uh, the interview and uh, hope to see you guys soon. Against the Ropes. Always doing the right thing. Uh, shout out to Against the Ropes, man. I appreciate you guys for having me taking the time on Charlie. Against the Ropes, number one. Freddie 